We're here on the red carpet at a ladies' headquarters. Everyone's filing into the Holby Theater. It's like Dolby Theater, but Holt. Yeah. Um, and um, sorry, I can't do this. Anymore. But bet it could be the Bulby Theater. I don't know if that's better. <laughs> that's horrible. I think that's kind of pretty pretty rancid sounding. Um, yeah, it sounds Your like name starts with a B. It does start with a B. You're not wrong. Um, wow, my train of thoughts just uh, left, left the station, on, uh, much like the Oscars, because um, it's not in a train station this year. Oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm excited. I think we're going to have less scandals tonight than the Oscars have. Yeah, I week. think so. Uh, we, we also didn't invite Rachel Zegler. We didn't invite <laughs> oh, Rachel no. Zegler. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we didn't invite any any young, interesting people. It's just it's just us and a bunch of producers that no one knows the name of. Tony Hawk did show up, but we sent him home. <laughs> yeah, Tony, Sean White was here too, and he's like, hey, you crashed in the Olympics, bud. Get out of here. Also, fans, we are not allowing you to pick a favorite because this is not what this is about. <laughs> Uh, there was voting, and you could have voted, but it's too late now. <laughs> um, but you don't win a sweepstake to Greg's house, um, unlike the Oscars where you could have. Um, so, yeah, we're out here on the red carpet. People are just getting here. Of course, we've already given out eight awards. They're not going to be televised. Um, and uh, it was an empty room, no clapping at all for those winners. Very sad for them. Um, so well, you either- still uh, played them off with music very quickly. Yeah, so... Um, as you guys know, I don't really know how to start the the, uh, the award show yet. It's either going to be, I don't know. I'm going to invite a bunch of random surfers and skateboarders, and we're going to they're going to perform a bunch of songs that aren't even nominated, or it'll be some like "Welcome to Late to the Movies." My name's Ben Holt, and every week, usually, me and my friends will talk about a movie one of us hadn't seen before and really should have by now. However, in this special first annual Ladies Award episode. That's uh, ladies with a T. We are going to be giving out awards, talking about 2021 in film and what we liked. We're going to be talking some about the Oscars and some about our own personal picks. And, uh, you know, here in late March, giving 2021 a send off at long last. <laughs> the viewers are in for a treat because you are in a savage mood. <laughs> and Just I am like, the I am ready to fucking go. Let's Just I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this almost more than the Oscars because I just feel like the the conversation around the Oscars has, has curdled into something weirdly toxic and I don't want to be backed into a corner where I have to be mean about Coda, a perfectly lovely movie. It's very sweet. It didn't do anything to anyone and now I have to like put on a ski mask and like you know, break Troy Kotzer's windows while he's in the ceremony because that's what the internet's telling me I have to do. I don't know, man. <laughs> They're really that mad about Coda? Everyone's mad about Coda, and then everyone's oh, mad Coda. about people who are mad about Coda, okay. and everyone's just screaming at each other. I'm already starting to get mad Why at people that are mad about Coda. On the internet. It's fine. I know, it's awful. <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible place. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to detox before this, uh, before the actual Oscars happen. I'm going to cut out all the parts where I sound like I'm complaining to uh, this entire episode. So fair warning on that. It's going to be so short. It's going to be really short. So this is the first annual ladies award honoring the, uh, the, the best and brightest in <laughs> film entertainment. Um, basically what we did I'll tell you a little bit about the methodology is we picked, uh, not all the categories. I think there's 23 Oscar categories. We're not doing all of them. I think we're doing 10. We are going to talk about our personal top picks in those categories. Each of us, I should say. I'm here, Ben. Also here, Greg. Hey. Ray. Hi. And Robbie. Hello. 
um, a, a usual crew here on the pod. And we're going to talk about each of our own picks. Then I'm going to reveal the results of the internet voting. There was a hashtag fan favorite vote online. And when we'll get the results of those and see what people picked. The important thing to note, each of us, we can color outside the lines. We can pick from anything. It doesn't just have to be Oscar nominees. But for simplicity's sake, the online voting just was Oscar nominees. So keep that in mind. And then we will come to a consensus on each category. What is the ladies award winner? We can work in the ladies voting from uh, internet. And if we want to weigh that with our own choices, we can. That's basically how the show is going to go. Do you guys have any questions before we start? No, I'm ready to go. No. If my picks don't win, if I'm not right, I'm going to think the voting's rigged, though. I think that's fair. Cool. Um, I think it'd be fun to start the way in, in the most Oscars do, which is with supporting. Let's go supporting actress. Okay. I feel like I, I know a lot of them because all yeah. the actresses just end up in the supporting role for the best pictures, and that's usually what I watch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's uh, this year, especially if you look at just the Oscars, um, supporting actor actors and actresses are in, I think, I think all of them are in movies that are nominated for Best Picture besides Jesse Buckley, uh, who's in Lost Daughter, whereas Best Actor, uh, or I mean, whereas Best Actress, none of them are in movies nominated for Best Picture. None. Weird. Yeah. With this one, I think we're going to do our top three each, and Greg's going to kick us off. Okay. Top three. Actress in a supporting role. Do we want them uh, numbered? Starting first down? Do your three, two, one. Three, two, one? Okay. I'm going... I'm really sorry. I don't know any of these actresses' names. That's fine. The wife from King Richard. Anjanou Ellis. Yep. Bernardo's girlfriend from West Side Story. Ariana DeBose. And then Judy Dench, Belfast. Okay, so know that's her. three, two, one. Three, two, one. You got wow. Dench first. Mm-hmm. All right. What What do you like so much about Judy Dench? I don't know. She makes she's just great. She has good TikToks with the jokes. Have you seen those? <laughs> <laughs> she's a fun lady. She seems like she'd be cool to have a cup of tea with. Yeah. Well, her like grandson does this like bit where he asks her like knock knock jokes, like really bad like dad jokes, and she like knows all of them. <laughs> All right. It's probably set up, but it's it's good. I don't know. I just um I felt like all of every scene with her in that movie I, I liked a lot. Uh I felt like her interactions with the the boy buddy, right? Yep. In Belfast. They were all really good. Um all the scenes where she's with the grandfather too, and like I don't know, it just all felt so real. I think a lot of that kind of just goes with that movie that like, you know, her talking to the grandfather and how she's bringing him to the hospital and he doesn't want to. And I feel like it's just real relatable if anyone's had really old grandparents where they're like stubborn and then they're stubborn with each other. And I don't know, she had a very believable performance. She's not in it a ton, but you know, it's a real supporting role. So often it's leads that just aren't in lead actor that get nominated. So it's nice when there's an actual supporting role in there, like Judy Dench and I, I think she just kills the ending of the movie, and that's that's she like does. that's why she gets this nomination. I think from the uh, Academy and, and perhaps also from you, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ray. We can go clockwise. <laughs> um. So my number one was go three, two, one. Build anticipation. Jeez. Yeah, three, two, oh, one. bottom. Okay. Oh wait. So Judy Dench was your number one. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it's getting spicy. I guess mm-hmm. so. Um, actually, my three was Judy Dench. Okay. Um, and then it was Anita from West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Ariana DeBose. And then Kirsten Dunst. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't love Kirsten Dunst's performance, honestly. I will say, I didn't really like Judy Dench. Like, I like Judy Dench, and I think that's why she, like, made my top three. But I feel like, yeah, she was, a, like, a real supporting. But, like, compared to everybody else on here, she did, like, not a lot. Um, and I feel like she was outshined by the grandfather. I I agree that she was outshined by the grandfather too, but I don't think he should have gotten a supporting actress nomination. <laughs> I know that, but like you're you're comparing like it's supporting, right? You're you're yeah. like that's the the whole thing is you're supporting, and I feel like she was outshined by the other supporting character. So I don't know if he he also got a nomination for he did actor in a supporting role, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. actress though. No, no, not actress. No. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't love Kirsten Dunn's performance. I liked it, mm. but it wasn't like my favorite of the year. Interesting. I'm with Ray on the Judy Dench. I don't even think she was. She was very low on my top ten, just because like she was barely in the movie. I was kind of surprised. Like I don't know, maybe if they had like a good person in the movie award, but to say she was like the supporting actress, yeah. it just feels like. I mean, she was a little more than a cameo, almost. You know, <laughs> like she didn't say much. Okay, all right, Robbie, what do you got? So for three, I had uh, Jesse Buckley from Lost Daughter because um, I absolutely love the acting in that movie, and that was, you know, pretty much. I'm not going to go too far into it, but my two was uh, Kristen Dunst uh, from Power of the Dog because even though I didn't like the character, I feel like that's a sign of very good acting because like whatever and then uh ariana debose from west side story i thought she was uh absolutely fantastic and i thought she brought a lot of emotion into the movie yeah yeah i think uh yeah she she did yeah i gotta know now ben <clears throat> so my top with with apologies to people who just missed the cut kirsten dunst and jesse buckley my number three is carrie ann moss from matrix resurrections <laughs> my number two is toko miura from uh drive my car oh. And my number one is Ariana DeBose from West Side Story. Oh, um, so I didn't even think about considering. Um... <laughs> okay, I changed my. I'm taking Judy Dench out. Maybe I should have gone first this one. Yeah. Um, so, I, uh, real quick, because I don't know if we're going to get another chance to talk about Matrix Resurrections. I think Carrie Ann Moss is amazing in that movie. Mm. She has to play. Um, <laughs> Not really, no, you know, she she doesn't become really like fully Trinity until kind of towards the end of the movie, really the last sequence. So that's why she's more of a supporting in this one. But um, I don't know what her and Keanu do in that movie is is some really special stuff. And if you didn't like the movie, I'm just sorry you can't have fun. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Toka Mira as the driver mm-hmm. in um, Drive My Car is really wonderful. She... I was kind of on the edge of she's probably more like a lead that's kind of in I supporting, mean, but for she drives my car. She she does drive his car <laughs> in drive my car. So yeah, and she's she's the last person we're with in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. No, I'm you gonna know, have to. We don't have to spoil off. it. I think a lot of people haven't seen that yet. And I and I want them to. So I'm gonna have to bump off Buckley and uh, put Kristen Dunst as number three, and then uh, carry on Moss and have my number two. <laughs> nice, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, v- votes are coming in pretty last minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> votes are still pouring in. I forgot We're that was a this phones. year movie, or else I would have had. Oh, that. Yeah. Man, I I kind of forgot that we could like pick people like not just from other movies, but like from 
like Costco yeah. movies that yeah. didn't get nominated because yeah. now I'm thinking of the mom from Coda. Like I liked the mom from Coda. I feel like yeah, okay. yeah. And well, I think we're gonna have more chances to talk about Coda, but um, yeah, we'll get that. Marley Matlin. But so great. overall, yes. though. A lot of love for Ariana DeBose. It seems like that's probably our winner. Um, It's number one for me and you, number two for you. And unless Ray is really upset about it, that's (laughs) probably our winner. She'll she'll stay number two for me, but yeah, she can be the winner. But let's see how it worked out. I really liked her performance. Let's see how the voting worked out. So I'm going to give you two numbers. Um, In the voting, you could have picked a didn't watch. So... Do we think more the highest average uh, point total is the winner, or do we think it's the highest point total? You know what I mean? Uh, I shouldn't have said average total. The, av- the the highest average points or the highest total. I think that high. I was kind of leaning highest total, but I'll tell you both numbers anyway. I think it's got to um, be highest total. Yeah, because I think that reflects what people were prioritizing to seek Your out. Your problem with highest average is if there's a movie where only one person saw it and they give it a 10, that automatically wins. Yeah, I would say with, like, with the caveat that it has to have multiple votes or something. But, yeah. you know, I think... Um, we can hear the two numbers, and if it's close on one, maybe we like... Yeah, well, because it, it would be really swinging in some of them. But I'll just we'll just go with, for this, it's uh, all five people, and like I said, on the online voting, it's all people who were nominated in the actual Oscars. It worked out like this. Number five, Anjanou Ellis in... Uh, King Richard. Um, Number four, Jesse Buckley in Lost Daughter. Number three, Judy Dench in Belfast. Number two, Kirsten Dunst in Power of the Dog. And number one, Arietta DeBose in West Side Story. Mm. If you went by average, uh, Angelina Ellis would be in fifth, Judy Dench, then Kirsten Dunst, then Arietta DeBose, and then Jesse Buckley in first. Hmm. With an average of the people who saw her of a 4.25 out of a possible five, which is really high. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Ariana DeBose is probably our winner. Yeah. One last piece of love for Ariana DeBose. Yeah. That when she's singing that in America, I don't know. If America. Saying, America. Her like contradicting Bernardo and like singing and dancing. Yeah. Awesome. I think that might have been my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, that's a real showcase. Um, She has an almost impossible task of going into probably the most famous musical ever and perhaps the most well-known role in it, even though it's not a lead. It's the role that made Cheetah Rivera a star on stage, Rita Moreno a star on film, and she's stepping into that with Rita Moreno on set, too, Mm. and doing, doing that in front of her. A role that Rita Moreno won Best Supporting Actress for in 1961 um, for the 1961 version. I guess it was 1962 ceremony. Whatever. At this point in Oscar month, you guys know what I mean when I say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's just so hard. She, she she nails the dramatic scenes. The dancing is incredible. I and I think she's just great. Hmm. You want to do Best Supporting Actor? Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's go. Well, I can go first. Okay. Best Supporting Actor. Number three is Pop from Belfast. Kieran Hines. And then um, Cody Smith-McPhee. Number two, okay. And then number three is uh, The Dad from Coda. Okay. Number one. Sorry. Okay. The the, the reverse <laughs> three, is getting three. me. The reverse is getting me. You know, <laughs> it's just a countdown. You know how countdowns? I can't do it. <laughs> it's a very common thing. <laughs> 
It's numbers, man. It's Can't numbers. Do numbers. So it's you tough. have so you have Troy Kotzer number one. Yes. Uh, I it, he seems to be the odds-on favorite in in the Oscar race right now too. Um, what do you, what do you think about him? He was so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just every scene with him in it were like the best scenes from that movie. Mm. So yeah, if that's what a supporting actor is supposed to do, then yes. He's got a lot of range in that movie too. He goes from like he's so relatable. Horrible disappointment to like anger to sadness to you know he has a lot of emotional scenes in that and then on top of it he delivers like really good comedy yeah like all the scenes of him and his wife and him like talking about how hot his wife is and stuff and like it's so funny without saying a word like which is really impressive yeah he yeah it's just yeah really good performance like i felt like he was like a super relatable character like he's just like a very well-rounded character, and yeah, maybe some of that's the writing, but it's definitely goes comes down to the acting too. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, for three, I had Kieran Hines. For two, I had Troy Kotzer. I probably said that wrong, but whatever. Yeah, and then for one, I had Cody Smith with P. Okay. Yeah, I just um I loved his performance in The Power of the Dog. I'd be a little upset if he didn't doesn't win, but he's got time. He's still young, so. Yeah, that might be what the Oscar voters are thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he's so young. He'll I, another, I won't another be episode. super upset if it goes to Troy Kutzer, Kutzer because yeah. I thought that was a really fantastic performance too. So Yeah. I think that's I think that's fair. Those those are the two leaders in the clubhouse, as it were, right now. Hmm. Um so my honorable mentions in this is Troy Kotzer, Ben Affleck in Last Duel, who is um as good as he's ever been. He's awesome in that movie. My number three is Bradley Cooper in Licorice Pizza. My number two is uh, Masaki Okada in Drive My Car. And uh, my number one is Cody Smith McPhee in Power of the Dog. Wow. So I think we're, we're going to talk, you know, uh, Cody. what Cody Smith McPhee does in that movie is um, pretty amazing and, and really hard to do and just has to stay on such a perfect tightrope the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, um, just like in the movie as his character. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's just, he's, he's really amazing. It's the kind of performance that's a little more subtle and nuanced and doesn't always get highlighted. So the, the brief time where it seemed like he was a lock to win, what a, what a fun time that was. <laughs> Nothing against Troy Kotzer. I think he's great in that movie in, uh, in Coda as well. And, uh, Masaki Okada, he's the, uh, younger guy mm. in, uh, Drive My Car. Oh, he was really good. He's yeah. he's amazing. He has maybe my favorite scene of the year in any movie when him and uh, Kafuku are talking in the ba- in the back seat of the Saab, mm-hmm. and his um, his monologue that he gives there is is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that movie more later. Tonight, I'm surprised, I man. I, I can't well, believe that none of those people got. I was going to say nominations. I know we're going to get into that at some point <laughs> that none of them got nominations. He extra should have though because he's acting at being an actor. And Hollywood loves that. Yeah, <laughs> you'd think. It's yeah, they're they're. It's a, a it's a movie about that. putting on a show, and usually that gets yeah, that know, gets whatever. going. Usually, it got four awards in its defense, I guess. And uh, and Greg, what do you got? Uh, so for me, three: Cody Smith McPhee, Kieran Hines, and then Troy Kotzer. Okay, and I think we kind of covered all of. Did yeah. we pretty much all have the same, except for Ben? I think he put in the Bradley Cooper one, but <laughs> Bradley Cooper Bradley and, and he put in um, Pizza. Drive my car. Um, so I didn't see being the Ricardos, but how was J.K. Simmons? Because Man. I love, I love J.K. Bad. <laughs> I was gonna say he's always great. I he's love J.K. Simmons. <laughs> it's not his fault. It's a bad movie by a dumb man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> that was the snappy way to put it. I, I, the movie didn't work for me. I don't think J.K. Simmons has really great material to capitalize on. The kind of career it's had, he's had, it's it's going to be kind of ridiculous to be like, this is one of the things he got nominated for. So, um, um, yeah. For anyone at home who's bet a lot of money on the ladies, hope you didn't bet big on being the Ricardos because it <laughs> doesn't look like it's coming home a big winner tonight. It has three acting nominations. It's ridiculous. Um, Drive My Car has none. Yeah. That's bullshit. It's pretty insane. So here's how the ladies fans out there voted in last place, J.K. Simmons. Um, and, th- and so this is for total points. Last place, J.K. Simmons. Fourth, uh, Jesse Plemons in Power of the Dog. Third is Kieran Hines in Belfast. Separated by one point at the top, Cody Smith-McPhee in second, and Troy Kotzer in first. Mm. Mm. Uh, for average voting, J.K. Simmons' average um, is 1.5, which isn't great. Uh, Jesse Plemons is fourth for average. I think this is actually all the same. Uh, Kieran Hines is third for average. Cody Smith McPhee at a 4.28 out of a possible five, and Troy Kotzer at a 4.42 out of a possible five. So very close. Mm. What is our consensus for Cody Smith? Or, sorry. For- uh, it, it seems like it's for me, Cody Smith McPhee. Troy Kotzer. Kotzer? Yeah. Yeah. Troy Kotzer. Oh, no. I was going to say Smith McPhee, but that puts a split 50 50. You know? Oh, yeah. is there like some kind of tiebreaker thing that we can do? Uh, I yeah. I mean, the. the do we arm wrestle? I was going to say the. <laughs> physical contest. <laughs> I was going to say the the voting head concert. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's I feel the like, tiebreaker. I feel like the voting's probably the that's, tiebreaker. That's fair. But uh, Cody Smith McPhee just takes it. Nope. Troy Kotzer just takes it. <laughs> uh, oh, that's our, um, our La La Land moment. Yeah, that's our oh, la la la. Oh, God, we did have a scandal. <laughs> we had another Oh, no. Okay. Uh, so that's, uh, we started with supporting much like that. How do you guys think the show's going so far? This is usually, there's like a big commercial break. We do a musical number. Yeah, yeah uh, Robbie, I think, was about to do the musical number, if I remember correctly. Is this where that is? La, 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 la. DJ Khaled. <laughs> Make sure you sing something that's not nominated for an Oscar. You're you're singing the original song from, from Dune. <laughs> I'm a worm. Hans Zimmer here is here with all his invented instruments. Um, it honestly just looks like a plunger in a, in a trash can lid, and he's just banging them together. <laughs> he's, he keeps talking about desert power. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're 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 rolling right along. Wake the kids up! It's it's best animated feature time. Woo! In this one, it's animated movies. You guys feature get that ones. right? Feature. They're not short. Not, not short. these ones. Not no. these ones. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah. Okay. So this is best animated feature. Greg wants to go first. I'll start it. We uh, actually. Watch Greg a is lot a childed them. person, so he's yes. seen all these movies. That is the. I have. I haven't. So First I seen all these movies. <laughs> I own a child and children. I don't think watch Flea to be honest. So we didn't watch that one. But fair enough. <laughs> top three. I'm gonna go Luca, Mitchell's versus the Machines, and Encanto number one. And I think it's close with Mitchell's versus the Machine and Encanto, but I think Encanto kind of did something special, something something a little unique. Uh, so that's where I gotta be. Okay. Um, I will say I had that same exact ranking. Luca, three. Yeah. Um, Mitchell's versus the Machines, two. 
and Encanto won. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And I got the numbers right that time. You did. Good job. I didn't even see the teaser clips. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> uh, in these movies. That's fine. I guess I'll just say Encanto number one because it's everywhere. And I love Stephanie Beatrice. So okay. there you go. You guys can have it. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> just take it. Um, Encanto is not in my top three. I have uh, Whoa. Luca at three, Flea at two. And Mitchell's versus Machines at number one. I went really back and forth on Flea and Mitchell's versus Machines. They're just trying to do such different things, and um, both extremely successful, both head and shoulders above the competition. I think this year, um, super resonating with me. If you guys don't know about Flea, well, it's less than an hour and a half long, and it's on Hulu, so you can you can get at it pretty easily. It's about uh, a guy who I, I guess he's about in his thirties now who fled Afghanistan as a refugee when he was younger with his family. And uh, the short version of it is basically his, his family split up. He ends up in Denmark by himself and has to lie in order to get asylum that his entire family's dead. And he's been living with this lie for 20 years, and now he's finally telling it to a friend. The reason it's in categories uh, that it is, meaning it's in animated, it's in documentary, and it's in international it's a Danish film, but it's the subtitles are fine. And uh, it is, it's a true story. This actually happened to this guy. And the movie is the audio of his interviews with this friend who is doing this project about him. And it's animated to protect everyone's identity, pretty much. Uh, the animation used in the movie is incredible. And uh, a lot of really haunting shit in there that's going to stick with me for sure. <laughs> On the other hand, Mitchell's versus Machines is the funniest movie of the year. And um, <laughs> it's so good. If you are familiar with the people involved's work produced by Lord and Miller, so has a, a decent amount of similar feelings to um, Into the Spider Verse from a comedy standpoint and kind of an action standpoint. And then uh, one of the directors is Michael Rianda, who also worked on Gravity Falls. So if you like any of that kind of sense of humor, storytelling, and world building, it's in there too. If you really like Mitchell's Versus Machines, check out Gravity Falls. That show kicked ass. I didn't know Lord made movies. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Lord and Miller. Right? Animated <laughs> feature. I'm sorry. I mentioned before I didn't want to monologue, and I, and I apologize. Animated feature. Every year, I feel like 90% of the... Oscars I've watched, I've gone in and I would bet a million dollars on what was going to win animated and I was right every single time. This time, I feel like I have no idea because I picked Encanto, but I do really feel strongly about Mitchell's versus the Machines. I think that's really close and I've heard a lot of things about this Flea movie and I might want to try to watch it before the Oscars and it sounds like something that's really unique. Something that's nothing like this has ever been an animated feature before as far as I can think I think it's the first thing that's been nominated in the three specific categories it's in international animated and documentary yeah i think i don't like I what else would be you know yeah. i feel like i i don't think any like i doubt anything even has a uh, nomination for documentary and animated together right now yeah it's tough um there is uh a weird thing within the international feature category at the academy awards which is that the nominee is the country. It's the country that wins the award, technically. So this is uh, Denmark going for back-to-back wins because it won with another round last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know how many countries have had back-to-back wins, but, you know, it'd, it'd be cool for Denmark, I guess. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if this is... I'm excited to see what happens with this category this year because, like I said, normally 
And it's not like normally I know because I'm like so into animated movies. It's like I know because everybody else knows. It's like most likely going to be this Pixar movie or this Disney movie or this movie that everyone heard of this year. Yeah. Um, and that's not the case this year. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everybody else except for me knows. But Yeah. So I think we we pretty much know where consensus is going on this one. But in any case, Ryan the Last Dragon is in last for total points. Then Flea. Then Encanto in third, uh, Luca in second, and Mitchell's versus the Machines in first. Okay. That's actually not where I thought it was going. Uh, For average, is a little closer to what I thought it would be. Uh, Ryan the Last Dragon is in last. Flea is in fourth because someone gave it the lowest ranking possible, and I don't know why. Um, (laughs) What's it be? Um, someone gave it the lowest ranking possible and uh, apparently it's the only animated film they watched. Oh, <laughs> not me. Um, which is just rude. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was me unless it was Really me. rude. Then Luca in third, Encanto in second, and a whole half a point above it at 4.5 out of 5 possible points is Mitchell's versus the machines. So the internet likes the Mitchell's and those machines a lot. The room seems to be leaning more Encanto. What are we thinking? I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking it's gonna be Encanto. I really love Mitchell's versus the machines, but Yeah, I don't know. Um I, I could honestly be swayed either way. I think Encanto, but Mitchell's versus the machines is so fucking good. I only know about You're Encanto. <laughs> We're all looking Encanto at like. wins. <laughs> I've never even seen clips of Miss Mitchell's versus the machine, but I've heard Stephanie Beatrice sing some of the songs from Encanto and they're very good. Stephanie like Beatrice her. is not in Mitchell's versus the machines. No, nope. that, see, this that's going to be a no for me then. Mm-hmm. Abby Olivia Coleman is. is. Yeah, Olivia Coleman is. is. They have a good lineup. Oh, animated movies. Danny McBride, Danny Maya Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I know who that is. Yeah. And uh, you don't know all of them. I'm writing in Encanto. Uh, Encanto, as I said, was fourth for me, but uh, it feels like the room is on Encanto. <laughs> Sorry. I don't really have much of a choice. <laughs> Way to go, Robbie. Just pause and let me watch Michelle versus Michelle. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll do it. Come back in two hours. <laughs> go, go from... You're looking for a light movie. That's that's the one, Robbie. good one. Okay, so the winner of the ladies for best animated feature is Encanto. Up next, best, best international feature. Hmm. Only two of these were seen by more than one person. So this one, I don't know if we really have to do a whole yeah. thing about. Besides you, we've only, the rest of us have only seen Drive My Car. In this room, we're consistently on Drive My Car. <laughs> by necessity. <laughs> yep, there's there's some other people who, who liked Flea also in there. I really want to watch Hand of God. I haven't yet. Um, and that didn't get any votes anyway online. So I'll say that Drive My Car is going to take this one for the ladies. And that's just what's. Well, <laughs> I keep it's, it. sounds funny, ladies with a T. I know. I just for the ladies. For the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> While we're here, though, this is the first year where I've heard things about like, well, actually, a little bit last year, but the first year where I've heard a lot of things about a lot of the different international feature films, and I feel like that's interesting. Like, yeah, I feel like they're getting a lot more credit this year than they normally do. And that makes it stand out more how bullshit it is that none of these films apparently have a single good actor in them. <laughs> their actors are all horrible, if anyone wants to know. They're, yeah. they're worse than any, any actor in any of our other movies, apparently, because they don't get any nominations. They don't. Um, and, and just, I mean, everything deserves some... So, Drive My Car is in first, Flea is in second on points, then Worst Person in the World, 
then Hand to God from Italy and Lunana, a yak in the classroom from Bhutan. Um, no one has watched those yet that voted, but that's okay. I kind of want to, not kind of, I do want to watch those in the next week. I just haven't gotten to them yet. Um, good on Bhutan getting in there. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, obviously. Yeah. What's Hand of God about? The name really interests me. Um, it's Italian. Is it about soccer? Oh, God. Maybe. <laughs> oh, Hand of God. We got soccer, could be pizza and smoking. There's, Perhaps Vespas. I don't know. There's a triathlon. There's a triathlon. You got to eat a bunch of pasta and mm. then swim. And then bike. All right. And then bike. And um, then they turn into a there's two There's two little boys monster. who are horrible sea monsters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're, we're really far down the doing a bit about Luca yeah. hole. Drive my car. Only one I could vote for. But great movie. I think Wonderful. we'll get into that more when we get to the end of this. When we start talking about Best Picture, because I think it, we're going to talk about that one there. Uh, number one in international for me was Worst Person in the World. It's a great movie. You made me want to watch that one. Yeah, I think we're going to put that on the list. Honestly, cool. it's tough, though, because now they have all these great international feature films this year. They have, like, there's a lot of good stuff in here. And they give me 10 Best Pictures that I feel obligated to watch. And it's just hard to fit it all in. And I have a feeling yeah. some of these international features are going to be better than some of these best pictures. Mm. But Yeah, probably. Although it was a strong year this year. It was a good year. It was a good year. It was. But there, some of the ones that more down the bottom, they were good, enjoyable movies, but I think they would have been cut in other years. It's really frustrating to hear that. It's just like, oh, it's all this stuff that people don't care about and no one watches these and they're all like really pretentious or whatever because I feel like it's such a wide variety of Especially stuff that's in Best Picture. There's, mm. you know, a meditative Japanese film that has some of the best acting I've ever seen. Uh, there's a sports movie in there. There's a mostly black and white memoir from a really famous filmmaker. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. Dune. Yeah, which, uh, which yeah doing a, a blockbuster, a right? Block, yeah, sci-fi a, blockbuster. A blockbuster sci-fi epic, um, a gay cowboy movie. Those never do good at the Oscars, though. Musical. There's a musical in there. You yeah, Coda. I feel like is a movie that. I, yeah, did good. A, fam, a family like, and a whole family yeah. entertainer. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you, you know what I mean. Like, if you're from around here, you can be like, oh, it's the Berkeley Performance Center. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Pete Townsend there once. Maybe that's just me. True. <laughs> but yeah, I don't understand how people can be like, you know. I don't see that. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Mm. These just, films aren't very pretentious this year at all. No, they're not. I, I think it's... it's. Uh, mm. I get it some years. Every whatever. now and then I'm like, this one is a bit much. But it's never like... I feel like I've never seen it a whole year where I'm like, these movies are just all Hollywood jacking themselves off. You yeah. Sometimes there's one that sneaks in. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. I mean, it can't all be mank. So... <laughs> Um, I was waiting for it. Mank. I didn't know how long, when it was going to come up. I feel like I have to watch it just so I can make fun of it with you guys. No, no, we didn't watch it. We still make fun of it. <laughs> I watched it. You didn't even watch it? <laughs> you didn't know that? I, I, mean, I think I probably just assumed you did because she did. I don't know when you guys... He wouldn't watch it. I you had, watched you it on my own. You had to sneak some mink time. I did. Separate from Craig. I think I, I had to do it in two sessions, actually, because I couldn't get through it. Oh, yeah, it was that's, just, that's a bad sign. It's yeah. like looking at the sun. It's really good for you, but you can't <laughs> stare at it for too long. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of mink, let's do screenplays next. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do it. If you didn't know, mink is about writing a screenplay. <laughs> okay. It was a perfect transition. Five out of five. 
let's start with original because I think adapted as a little more heavy hitters this year. I agree. Um, we're doing the top three, I think is what we said. Yes. Uh, anybody want to kick it off? I'll do it. Okay. Number three, King Richard. Okay. Two, Belfast. And my number one is uh, Licorice Pizza. Cool. Hmm. I, li- I like it. What do, you, what do you like about uh, Licorice Pizza? Uh, I thought it was a good movie. The characters were well-developed. They were interesting. And I feel like if you can tell me a story that I can like really get into that is just like this is the relationship between these two people and like they do a lot of things but what they're doing isn't really the relevant part really you know like him selling the water beds and starting that business and him yeah those businesses this story could have been interchanged with a bunch of different things that's not the important part but you can keep me interested and entertained you got to have a good screenplay there in order to be able to really pull that off I feel like yeah, I think I think that's totally fair. What's up, Ray? Um, so I think I'm still flip flopping between my bottom two here, but I think it's three licorice pizza, two Belfast, one King Richard. Okay. Yeah. I only have two, and it's uh, two is Belfast and one is King Richard. But if I'm not being salty, I guess I can give licorice pizza a three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, all right. Oh, let's let's talk a little bit about King Richard because I don't. Um, well, we will again later too, but specifically about the movie and I guess about the screenplay. You guys have any thoughts on? I I don't know if this is supposed to sway me, but I think what swayed me to it was to find that like they feel like it's a very accurate. Well, and you could tell it was like just a very like raw depiction of this person, and it didn't really try to cover up his flaws. And I don't know. I just I like when it's based on a, a real person, but they like told the story just kind of as it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we kind of talked about this a little bit offline too, about how it, they chose really interesting parts of this, this story to tell, you know, like I feel like it's very easy to get distracted about the accomplishments of Venus and Serena. Um, but they really did keep it focused on the father. Um, so I don't know. It was, it was interesting what they chose to show us. Yeah. Um, my top three, I have Belfast on the outside looking in. I thought it was good, though. Uh, number three, I have Malignant. Mm. No, you have some love for Malignant. Uh, number two, Licorice Pizza. And number one, with a bullet, worst person in the world. Hmm. Uh, we got to see that one. A super smartly written kind of black romantic comedy, dramedy. Uh, it's amazing. Um it's a And so is, uh, oh, yeah, Malignant I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Um, yeah, it's it's like a black romantic comedy drama kind of thing. It's uh, you know, <laughs> it's about young millennial slash old Gen Z people trying to figure shit out and how disconnected social media makes everything is kind of in the background and then okay. you know it's uh it's a really amazing movie as is Malignant, <laughs> which has. Uh, one of my all-time favorite horror movie twists in it, and uh, for that, it's got to be in Best Original Screenplay. Oh, my God. I thought you were talking about Malfeasant. It was like the what Disney is? movie? Malif- Mal- Maleficent? Maleficent. There we go. Malfeasant. <laughs> Malfeasant. That was a, a her, fun little trip. Her fucking, yeah. <laughs> Angelina Jolie's in there just doing all kinds of money crimes. <laughs> 
no party on Malfeasance. No, Malignant, a kind of B-movie present premise dressed up in James Wan's uh, very high-budgeted, sleek-looking um, horror movie kind of style. Picturing like a needle poking someone in an eye. Is there a, that's there the poster. poster? Okay, yeah. that's the poster. Yeah. So you've pictured correctly. Like bucket of laughs. <laughs> yeah, it's a bucket of laughs. Dude, it's it's a great fucking time. <laughs> Has my favorite action scene of the year outside of the Matrix. Don't, don't and uh, Ray loves horror movies, so she'll probably be all in on this. I do love horror movies, actually. Yo, watch Malignant. Okay, it's on HBO Max. I don't have that. You can have my login. Oh wow, that's really generous. Thank you. Here's how the ladies viewers out there, we'll call them the ladies uh, listeners rather. This is how they broke it all down. Worst person in the world's in last because um, I'm the only one who voted for it. Uh, then we got don't look up ahead of worst person in the world. Um, Licorice Pizza in third, King Richard in Second and Belfast in first. Wow, that's mm. a little unexpected. Okay, um, I know I, the licorice pizza doesn't surprise me. I, I feel like that's gotten a lot of hate from people. Uh, and that, viewers. yeah, and, and I should just say that's also um, that is also the way that it works out average wise. Oh, um, yeah. Worst person in the world. I'm not counting in the average because I'm the only one who voted on it. I think I flipped my votes again. That's okay. Just that's probably stuff. Yeah. Stuff you, you stuff changes over no. time. Yeah. Um, so do, I don't know. I had Belfast kind of high, but you guys didn't really have Belfast up there, right? I, I had it as my number two just yeah. now my, my listing. Oh, okay. I, I really enjoyed Belfast there. to be honest. Yeah. And once again, like when I'm thinking about original screenplay, I'm thinking about the story you told me and to tell me like a successful story in like an hour and a half, mm. that's yeah. not easy. You know what I mean? Like you get all your points across. The movie doesn't feel rushed. Uh, the pacing's great on it and you know, they get everything across and you get an enjoyable story in an hour and a half. I feel like you did something right. Hmm. Yeah, I would lean licorice pizza, but I would accept Belfast if that's where we're at. I've been in the same boat. Yeah. I'll, I don't I, know if you guys have a preference. Robbie doesn't want licorice pizza, so I, I think I do not know. Belfast yeah, I think, it is. Yeah, let's go Belfast. Okay. We'll send them the trophy. Congratulations to Kenneth Branagh on winning his first ever lady. <laughs> That's his first one? That's wow. his first one. He's going to be him. so happy. Yep, he is. He really is. I hope he is in full Poirot costume for his acceptance speech. Um, next up is Adapted Screenplay. Who wants to kick us off? This is, has a lot more heavy hitters in it. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind tough. going. Okay. Uh Three, I'm going Power of the Dog, followed by Dune, and then number one, Drive My Car. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And I feel like a lot of that is close. Yeah, we haven't um, talked a ton about Dune yet. Yeah, I feel like I honestly wanted to put Dune as number one, but I just can't because Drive My Car was just awesome. But I do feel like Dune did something great because people have tried to adapt Dune already, right? And uh, two times. I was gonna say, and haven't had a ton of luck. Um, I haven't read the books, but I know people love them. So whenever you're taking something like that, that's like this loved book that has this big following already, adapting is not easy. You know, a lot of work has to go into that to 
present it like that, especially when you're breaking in half on top of it. You know what I mean? Now you're not just like, how do I tell you this story? It's okay. How do I tell you the right amount of this story where we're going to like, where I can get you in a good spot where you're happy with how much you've been given and there's enough left. And I feel like they, they really killed it with that one. So I, I had to put it up there, but I just can't put it above drive my car because mm. yeah. there's a lot going on with that. I didn't realize at first it was adapted. I don't know what it's adapted from. I'm assuming a book. Uh, a short story of the same name. A short story of the same name. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Not a short movie. I don't know how oh. you, how they did that, to be honest. Um, Hamaguchi, he goes to his favorite mechanic, right? He goes to his, his favorite <laughs> mechanic. Uh, Hamaguchi blends a couple other short stories from the uh, same short story collection. That's even more impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm keep number one. Drive my car for sure. Yeah, it's it's a pretty incredible act of adaptation. Ray, what you got? I've actually got that same rating. I've got okay. um yeah three Power of the Dog, two Dune, and one Drive My Car. And yeah, I think it was um kind of the same reasoning there. I didn't even really like Dune all that much, to be honest, but I could really appreciate the adaptation because I've never read the book and I got enough information. I feel like it still was like a really good movie and it was a good watch. Um, And I could just tell that it, I mean, I haven't even read the book and I could tell it probably did the book justice. You know, like Greg said, they've tried to do this before and like I've known things about it and I've never heard good things about a Dune movie. (laughs) But um, yeah, this one, this one seemed to be a good adaptation. Yeah, I agree. Robbie, what you got? So uh, I have three Power of the Dog. Uh, I have two Drive My Car and then I put Dune as number one. Um, very similar reasons. I just, uh, having read the book, uh, and like re- thinking about it, especially for the adapted screenplay per- version, uh, award, I just, I felt like I should put that one number one and then I have drive my car number one somewhere else. So I think it balances out, but, uh, cool. Yeah. I think that's fair. You can be like, well, I want to put some shine this one here and that one there. So yeah. It all works out. Um, uh, this one had some of my, my really hardest cuts. I, uh, Really wanted to find a way to get Last Duel and The Green Knight in there, <laughs> and uh, I just couldn't, unfortunately. Two movies that I believe are really impressive adaptations, but the adaptation isn't necessarily what I like most about them, mm-hmm. so that's why they're not in my top three. Number three, I have Drive My Car. Number two, Dune, and number one, The Power of the Dog. <laughs> um, I find what Campion did adapting Jane Campion. We haven't said her name yet, so I shouldn't just go last name. Uh, what, what Jane Campion did adapting the novel power of the dog into a movie that has so much focus on what is unsaid and the spaces in between and, and how people, you know, exist in relation to each other in physical space. I, I think it's just a, there's probably a less pretentious way to say that, but I just think it's a pretty amazing thing. And uh, like you guys were saying, uh, Dune, is should not be possible to adapt into a feature movie. Hmm. And the fact that Villeneuve got as close as he did to preserving what is interesting about Dune while still making it a movie that human beings want to sit and watch <laughs> is uh, is pretty amazing. The whole time you barely drink about the think about the pee drinking so that yeah, like yeah you know you're like oh there's Zendaya drinking her piss again here's Timmy Chalamet drinking piss <laughs> Yeah, you're you not know. thinking about that the whole time. And, so no. that's impressive. Like, yeah. not only has there been other Dune, like bad Dune movies, but any time anyone has tried to make a sci-fi or a fantasy book into a movie, it has been just dog shit. 
every really single hard. time. It's really hard. Really hard. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, super hard. Yeah. Just the the number of childhood books. I mean, even the Harry Potter movies are just like crap yeah, compared to the books. Granted, and they had seven shots to get the eight this, shots to get that right, and the books this, are perfect. Yeah, this is no issues. <laughs> this is adapted screenplay though, so all these are adapted from something. So I do keep saying like they adapted this from a book. How did they do that? But I'm like, well, yeah, yeah they are kind of all adapted from somewhere. But I feel like adapting such a, a like a book that's like. You, what you're really getting, a lot of your viewers are people who read that book. Right. Whereas with some of the other ones, yeah. like Power of the Dog, Drive My Car, that's probably not your main group of viewers are people who had read it, this. So I feel like that does add a different element. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I also feel a little bad. I'm not giving a ton of love to Power of the Dog, but I feel like every time it kind of makes either my list or close to it. And that was the second movie we saw. And when we saw it, I was like, this is it. Yeah. I was like, this is best picture. This is going to have all these awards. And then I start watching other things like, oh man, this is there's good shit this year. There's really good shit this year. Yeah. There is really good shit this year. Um, so here's where it stands with the voting. In the actual Oscars, the nominees are Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. And um, here is how it worked out. We've got for a point total, Lost Daughter is in last, then Coda in fourth. Drive My Car in third, Power the Dog in second, Dune in first. Hmm. Um, For the average, though, Coda is in fifth, then Lost Daughter in fourth, then Power the Dog in third, Dune in second, Drive My Car in first. Hmm. So those are very different. (laughs) Yeah, those are are real different. I don't know. Hmm. Who are we sending this thing to? Up to us. I, I was hearing a lot of Drive My Car and Dune and Power of the Dog. What was your number one? Power of the Dog. Oh, okay. Mm. I think we got to give it to Dune then because, wait, Power of the Dog. There's, there's no hard and fast two. rule. We can talk about it. And you both were... Um, <laughs> two for Dune. Two for Dune. Two for Dune, yeah. And then... I had Drive My Car one. You had Drive Your... So, okay, yeah, yeah, no, then um, Drive My Car, because that won the average, and then me and Ben had different number ones. And okay. Then, yeah. I'm I'd happy okay with, with it. either one, so yeah. That's my pick, so send it out. Yeah. Okay. They can use it. Maybe Mizuki they can hang it from his mirror. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> they just won eight Japanese Academy Awards, but this is what they were really waiting for. <laughs> yep. They're going to have to. Wait, my bad. I think they won seven. They probably expected to win the eighth, and now they have a little slot open in their trophy case. That's right. And here it is. Slot the lady right. right in. Um, now it's like, oh wow, we're we're like we're making great time. There's only a four awards left, but there's still like two hours left in the show. And then the next hour they don't give out any awards. Yeah. My enthusiasm for this the Oscar show is 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 dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, that can be in memoriam. Oh <laughs> no. Here lies Rachel's so, hopes uh, and dreams. You're like, what? We're gonna have another montage or retrospective on the idea of movies? We're already watching the show. Why do we need another one? You thought we were going to finish on time, but guys, guess what? We are going to go out onto the street now, find some regular people. We're going to bring them into my basement. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? As if they were podcast stars and they're going to like get to see what's going on and stuff. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy Kimmel's scouts. been waiting in the other room with a bunch of strangers for the last hour and a half. <laughs> going to get some Girl Scouts to sell some cookies. Yeah, yeah. we're going to order a pizza, guys. You guys are going to hear all about it. 
we're gonna throw some candy and yeah, and we're gonna take a selfie. And um, what is Tony Hawk gonna do? Eight <laughs> awards, do yeah. The eight awards they pulled out the time that would have been there. We're gonna actually watch someone build a half pike. <laughs> like we're gonna have construction workers come in. They're regular. They're not movie star construction workers. <laughs> yeah. They're regular ones. Yeah. It's like a big thing. <sighs> they build the half pike. Takes about 30, 40 minutes, and then Tony Hawk goes up it once or twice, and then. We continue. So now we're going to talk about the acting categories, lead actor and actress. And I think we're starting with uh, actor, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's start with actor. Greg, you want to take it? You, you sure. look like you're ramped and yeah, ready to Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. It. I like this. a good category. Yeah, it is. So uh, actor in a leading role. I'm going uh, number three, Benedict Cumberbatch, followed by Will Smith. And then obviously number one. Javier Bardem being the Ricardos. That movie was just phenomenal. Everything about it was perfect. When he sang Babalu, I just wrote down in my notebook, that's it. He's won. <laughs> no, number one, Drive My Car. Kafuku? That's his character. Uh, name, Hidetoshi right? Nishijima. Yep, I'm out there. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I thought I was going to like pull a big surprise with that one. But yeah, no. Um, number three. I have Will Smith. Uh, two is Drive My Car. And then one would be Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Three is Will Smith. Two is Hidetoshi Mishijima. And one is Cumberbatch. Wow. Okay. I'm excited to hear Ben's now. A lot of pressure. Yeah, no pressure for me. I'm I'm fine. Um, I, with similar energies, similar like... Um, theater kid energies with uh, Andrew Garfield and Cooper Hoffman in Tick, Tick, Boom and Licorice Pizza, respectively. But they just didn't quite make it. I had to keep them off the list. So apologies to those two gentlemen. I love Andrew Garfield, one of my favorite actors, and I'm glad he's in the best actor category at the Oscars. My number three is Dev Patel in The Green Knight. My number two is Hidetoshi Nishijima in Drive My Car. And my number one is Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog. It is um, a guy who's been around a while. I've seen him on TV shows, seen him in movies. And this is, for me, the best Benedict Cumberbatch has ever been. Mm. I feel like it kind of uses everything that you have with him already. Um, Any kind of relationship you have with his work before, you're like, first off, why is he in this cowboy movie? And then, of Mm -hmm. course... That is the point. The character is kind of overcompensating. He's in this world that he doesn't really quite fit into. And um, it's uh, we don't have to get into it too much because everyone should watch it if you haven't yet. I don't want to spoil it. So I'll just say that he is uh, uh, such an inspired casting choice. He's amazing. Uh, Hidetoshi Nishijima and Drive My Car is so good. Mm. And uh, Dev Patel... And the Green Knight gives, I think, the sort of uh, most most recent iconic millennial performance that I can think of. He's he's um, the the large adult son of everyone's dreams. It's it's it's. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. He's uh, you know, he's like in his thirties, but he still lives at home. So his mom comes up with this magic plan to have a tree monster. Um, teach him how to be a man. Like, you know, we all go through that phase eventually. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, is amazing in that movie, and it's a real shame that not a lot of other people watched Green Knight this year. I'm, I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna. 
I, I will say on the Cumberbatch note, I randomly watched uh, Star Trek Into Darkness last night. Uh, it's just on Hulu as it had a prior Oscar nominations. Yeah. And he's very good in that too. And like everything. after seeing Power of the Dog, like he's a very masculine character with a lot of anger issues in that one as well. So I can see like how he morphed it. I don't know. It was just- I think the uh, the statute of limitations on spoilers for Star Trek Into Darkness is hopefully up. Yeah. I'm, I'm but sure. everyone was kind of like, oh, come on. You're obviously playing Khan. And then- the uh, lead up to that movie, the whole thing, he's like, I'm playing a guy named John. And then the big twist in the movie is like, nope, his name's Khan. And everyone's yeah. like, yeah, no, we knew that. It he was very He delivers the line, like when he first says I'm Khan, he delivers it very well. Yeah, yes. he's he's in his like mad twisty face mode. It's great. I loved it. Was he nominated for Imitation Game? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm, sure. I'm just going to say yes. Okay. Uh, he's just good. He's just good. I want to Google good. it. <laughs> yeah, he's just good. I feel like he's just been getting better and better. Mm. Yeah, and he's I, been taking more and more serious roles. You know? ah, he just like a fine wine. Um, <laughs> I mean, I really like him. I, I did really like Will Smith. Um, I think I'm a little biased because I feel like anytime there's a movie based on like an actual person and they throw the actual footage of them in the credits. And then I'm like, this is exactly what you just did. Mm. That is always like, mm-hmm. kind of sells me a bit. Yeah. yeah. But Drive My Car was like, I feel like a lot of the scenes that I remember from all these Best Picture movies are scenes from Drive My Car with yeah. the mm. main actor just talking to people. Mm. He's so good. Which and is making like, faces. What is it? And making faces. Yeah. Which he's is got faces. not talking to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got faces. So that that's where I had to go that way. But I did really like um Benedict Cumberbatch. I did think he was a really good performance and he it was very like believable even though I'm seeing him at first I'm like oh, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. You know him. Yeah, look at him. He's he's great. No, he's not a dick. This is Benedict Cumberbatch. It is funny cuz I feel like everybody's like first reaction is like why is Benedict Cumberbatch playing a cowboy? <laughs> like Sure. I feel like I've asked people like you know, like who's the la- last person that you'd expect to play a cowboy? And the answer is Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> but he's just so good. I don't know. It works really well. I'd really like yes. to see Will Smith win it though. I just like Will Smith. That seems to be the case that that is what's going to happen. That so. Will Smith is going to win. Yeah. He's, he's won like every precursor. It seems like he's, uh, he did a great job. A really good shot. I like him a lot, but I'd be happiest. I think of Andrew Garfield won. I didn't see Tick, Tick, Boom. I just oh, like okay. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice too. Yeah, we're pro Garf. And I would just I really like to see. Towards these I, I, can, his I feel like I, speech. I, his acceptance and just him. I, you know, like because he, he's I don't know. He's, kinda he's definitely he's kinda not goofy prepared and happy to give looking. Acceptance you know? speech. So yeah. <laughs> like seeing him come up and be like all happy with his Oscar. Everyone stuff, says he's just a excited. kid, but he's like forty. Yeah, forty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never been the same since him and Emma Stone broke up. So we're talking about Andrew Garfield, not Will Smith. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just want to make sure we had him. Uh, switch. Yes. Here's how the voters voted. The nominees for the Academy Award for Best Actor are Javier Bardem, Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, Will Smith, and Denzel Washington. Uh, Denzel Washington is in fifth, though not in our hearts, but last in this at, in this voting system. Then Javier Bardem in fourth, Andrew Garfield in third, Will Smith in second, and Benedict Cumberbatch in first. That is... Yes, that is also the average. Hmm. I think it's going to Cumberbatch. I'll, I'll happily send a, the award to Cumberbatch. It seems like it's going to Cumberbatch, unless someone wants to step in in front 
of that and nope. punch it, just start hitting. I don't know. Can we misspell his name on it? <laughs> uh, yeah. I literally wrote Cumberbatch. I don't think that's, is it C-U-M-B-E-R-B-A-T-C-H? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Is that it? It's uh, just too ridiculous wait, to no, be right. That's the was, real way you spell it? I wait. it was Cucumber Patch. <laughs> that's it. It's not Cabbage oh, Patch? No way. All right. You got it. You got it in one. We're moving on now to Best Actress. Um, this is the first annual Ladies, but we should note that, of course, in subsequent installments of the show, the previous year's winner will be presenting the award to the opposite category mm-hmm. for the next year. Yes. So uh, we got to get Cumberbatch to the show for next year <laughs> to present this award. Who wants to start with Best Actress? I'll go. Okay. So for three, I had Rachel Ziegler from uh, West Side Story. Mm-hmm. For two, Olivia Coleman from um, Lost Daughter. And then uh, one, I had T- Toka Mira from Drive My Car. Cool. Yeah. I decided she's the actress, not the supporting one. I think that's fine. I, I'm in the same boat. I agree with you. Yeah. I had her in supporting, but I think you could obviously make an argument she's a lead. Hmm. hmm. Really loved her performance, especially to be so memorable when like in the beginning of the movie, I think for the first hour and a half, she does not really say anything, but like even just her like acknowledgement of what's going on, like just seeing her eyes in the rearview mirror and stuff like that was just, it was really good. It's great stuff. Um, my, this was one of the harder categories for me. I wrote down like seven people. Um, but, uh, apologies to Rachel Zegler, Olivia Coleman, and Lady Gaga, but they're not in my top three. Uh, my three is Jodie Comer from The Last Duel. My two is Alana Heim from Licorice Pizza. And my number one is Renata Reinsva from The Worst Person in the World. Mm. Wow. Nice. Um, yeah, those are three amazing performances, uh, two of which from people I hadn't seen in movies before. Alana Heim because it's her first one, Renata Reinsva because um, I just hadn't seen her before. She's Norwegian. Hmm. Not that that, that's, that makes it sound like a bad thing. Norwegians are fun. Um, so in order, Jodie Comer gives an absolutely amazing performance in Last Duel. The Ridley Scott movie from last year that didn't get enough uh, attention. Alana Heim is amazing in Licorice Pizza. And if you think it's Best Picture nominee and you think it's in Screenplay and all the other nominations it got, I don't see how you don't nominate Alana Heim for Best mm-hmm. Actress. And Renata Reinsfeld just gives um, absolutely the best performance of the year in either category, I think. She's she's just straight up amazing and worst person in the world, and you all should check that out. <laughs> Greg, what you got? Number three, Rachel Zegler from West Side Story. Cool. Two, the girl from Drive My Car, which I don't remember her name. Sure. Uh, and number one, Alana Heim, Licorice Pizza. Nice. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. You know, like it did get a lot of nominations and she's just not in there. Yep. And then Drive My Car. I think an argument could be made either way for her actress, supporting actress. I think I put her at two. I think Alana Heim was better and they're just, maybe if she had a little more screen time. She would have had a chance to, to be number one for me though. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. What's up? So I wish I had more Best Actress nominees to choose from here. But I think three, I would go with the lead from CODA. Mm. Um, uh, Amelia Jones, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. 
Two would be drive my car, and one would be a lot of licorice pizza. Okay. I was in the same boat, by the way, where we all watched all the best picture ones, and there's just not a lot of actresses to be nominated because that's how they do. From. No. Mm. Not a lot of ladies to give the ladies. Yeah, I went. You know, none of um of the six or seven I wrote down, only Olivia Coleman's actually actually nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. She probably would be in my top three, but I figured she'd be in someone else's. And yeah, Olivia Coleman's wonderful. I just want to say that because she's always she great. is. She's nominated God, for she's as as Pal, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> from uh, Mitchell's version. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. She plays a cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> she's like the Siri of the world. Yeah. Um, here's how the internet voting worked out apologies to penelope cruz no one has watched parallel mothers yet i blame spain they didn't it wasn't their uh entry for nomination to best international um so it didn't it wasn't eligible for best international because spain put a different movie forward uh it's a pedro almodovar film he's a, a very you know important filmmaker from the last couple decades and a, a frequent penelope cruz collaborator and apparently she's great in that so just a quick note haven't seen it yet and i apologize here is how the voting worked out i mentioned that because she doesn't have any votes um so she's just not on here in fourth is kristen stewart and oh poor kristen stewart and spencer in third is nicole kidman and being the ricardo's in second jessica chastain in the eyes of tammy faye and number one both in average and in points uh, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. Hmm. So I think we all had a lot of high and pretty high. Yeah, give it to she's, Alana. She's not in this category, so there's no... She's she's other, not going to get any awards. There's no Oscars. other data points. Just here. give her the lady. Just give her, this one. Just give her the lady. <laughs> all right, so congrats to Benedict Cumberbatch and Alana Heim. We're moving on to Best Director. Uh, I can start. I'm going to... Pr- preface this by saying i um i really don't understand how not to link directing and best picture to be totally mm. honest okay. um i don't understand I think a lot of people do so you have that same issue yeah like you can't be a particularly good movie if you're not directed well right mm. like unless you just ignore um, them the whole time <laughs> i don't know yeah mm. I, well i'm thinking of it the other way yeah. like you can direct a movie really well and the product just wasn't good to begin with i don't know i guess but you know then you're probably saying? not on this list well because your movie's not very good probably it's fair um so my pick number three dune two power of the dog and one drive my car hmm. obviously all three of those movies are phenomenal um i almost put dune higher same kind of thing i feel like there's a lot of decisions you have to make to make that movie work and whoever directed it made the right decisions. And uh, particularly with Dune, too, I feel like you're making this expensive blockbuster movie. With some of these other movies, you can definitely argue that like how much money the studio is going to make is not like the number one driver there. But Dune, prob- that probably was not the case. Money was probably like very top of the list. So then you are going to have to fight a lot harder. I feel like as a director and be like, no, we got to do it this way. Like Mm. Dune too. It's not like it's an action. I wouldn't call it an action movie. You know what I mean? And when you're making this big blockbuster, I feel like studios want like action and all this cool stuff happening constantly. There's a lot of just like dialogue and stuff. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that's hard. And then obviously you've already mentioned Power of the Dog when they adapted it. You know, all the the things that are left unsaid. I feel like that is not can't be easy to direct. Mm. And drive my car. Usually someone can't be entertained for like three hours with just people talking in a bunch of different languages. I don't know who's directing it, but they're they're doing something smart. So three for me was West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. Heard of him. Yeah, and that's why I'm kind of thinking, like, because I didn't actually really enjoy West Side Story that much, Mm -hmm. but I could respect about how well-directed it was. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, Um, so I can can see that. But it's not like that was a bad movie. Mm. (laughs) No, no, but I just don't really like West Side Story, but I was like, man, he really did this justice. Mm -hmm. So there we go. True. Um, and then Power the Dogs, number two, and Drive My Car is number one. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I have Kenneth Bra as number three. Uh, I know you don't like him, but I thought Belfast was really good, and he directed it in an hour and a half. So I don't, I don't know what <laughs> I the, do appreciate the efficiency. What the hate is there, but we'll we'll talk about that later. My, <laughs> my number two is uh, it's J- not hate. Uh, we, we kid. <laughs> Does he like do other things that aren't great? Is that no, it's not hate. We we all like Kenny. <laughs> well, yeah. So Kenny is my number one. My Playing number three. Gilroy Lockhart. Oh my god! I'm taking that back. Steven Spielberg is my number three. <laughs> <laughs> he has played. I mean, he didn't direct that movie. Mm, still it's negative fine. points. No, it's fine. I'm just kidding. He's he can have the number three. Number two is uh, Jane Campion, and uh, number three is Ryosuke. Okay. Hamaguchi. Hamaguchi. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's why. Rhymes with um, a Ridley Scott film from last year. Uh, Alien. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, no. All the same reasons everybody else loves driving a car. How's it Oh, okay. How many things did that have rhymed with? I I was trying to figure it out. I didn't know. What the hell's going on? (laughs) How many things did that? Uh, Yeah, I had to move some stuff around. Ben looks physically pained. Yeah, this is a good year for movies. I liked them. I liked them this year. Give us your top five. Uh, just five? I say, okay, so uh, apologies to Ridley Scott for, uh, I think he directs the hell out of The Last Duel. Um, more people should see it. Uh, Steven Spielberg for directing the hell out of West Side Story. I want to have him higher, but I just can't. Paul Thomas Anderson, I think, does a great job with Licorice Pizza. My number three is Denis Villeneuve for the Herculean task of directing and adapting Dune. It's really ridiculous that Denis Villeneuve did not get nominated for Best Director this year. I have uh, Ryosuke Hamaguchi in second for all the reasons said before and Jane Campion in first. Um, yeah, for the same thing I just said before, that's I, I, li- I love the way she directs. She's a good director. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. I guess as much as we're shitting on the Oscars, I'm like pretty excited for this year because I feel like there's gonna be a lot yeah. of things. I haven't like watched a lot of the precursors or anything, so maybe that's where a lot of my excitement comes from. But there's a lot of these where like even us, we have like a, a usually a similar like top three and things like that. The orders are a little switched, and I'm like really pumped to see what like actually happens and where these go. Mm. You, you mentioned that you're like really excited and you didn't um, haven't seen a lot of the precursors. One of the most recent big ones was the WGAs over the weekend and the big winner 
for best original screenplay was Don't Look Up. So, <laughs> so get excited. I mean, oh, I haven't man. seen that yet. Maybe it's the best one. <laughs> Could be. Uh, there's especially in original screenplay. There's been a weird split of a few different things. Licorice Pizza, Don't Look Up, and Belfast winning all all, all different times. So there's not really anyone who knows what's going to happen there. In, it's going to be real hard to bet on. <laughs> in, in original screenplay's defense, all my favorite movies were adapted screenplays this year. That's fair. Not Like I said, it was a good year, though. So. Yeah. Okay. So in the online voting for best director, <laughs> here's how it all worked out. Um, there wasn't too many people who didn't see things, so the point totals generally pretty fair, I think. But we'll do the point totals first, then the averages. And point totals in fifth is Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Fourth, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Third is Steven Spielberg in West Side Story. Second is Ryosuke Hamaguchi in Drive My Car. And first is Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog. Hmm. I think, generally speaking, that is also, yes, that is also how the averages worked out, except uh, Hamaguchi is slightly ahead of Jane Campion on average. But one more person saw Power of the Dog than Drive My Car. So so in on. this room, can we give it to Hamaguchi? I have Campion above him. <laughs> I, I had uh, Drive My Car first. Number one, Drive My Car. Aha. All right. Sorry, Jane. Now we get to the big one. Everyone's freaking out because it's best picture time. I hope we don't. I hope you don't read the card wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of worried. I'm gonna. <laughs> Who wants to go first? For best picture, we're doing a top five. All right, I can go first. Okay. All right, number five, I have Coda. Number four, I got King Richard. This is weird, but number three, I have Dune. Number two, I got Power of the Dog. And number one, I got Drive My Car. Why is that weird? I don't know. I feel like I would have put Dune higher, but like, no, I just like the other two more. I, I think it was a good year for movies. I think there's a lot of really strong movies. Yeah, mm. a lot of strong stuff. It was hard to pick. Yeah. I just to see it at three, like it's like, no, that's where I want to put it. But still, mm-hmm. like I like Belfast a lot and Belfast is way down the bottom of my list. So, I know. yeah. But yeah, drive by car. Just we've talked about it so much. It's clear. We all just fucking love that movie. It was <laughs> so good. Yeah. And then. Yeah. 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 I didn't like Don't Look Up. The other nine actual nominees are at very worst, perfectly fine and like pleasant movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and like. What are you going to say? Like, you're not happy at the end of Coda? Of course you are. You Whatever. Are. You can, you know, jump online and complain that it's a Disney Channel original movie as much as you want, but it's, I just, know, I, I mean, people fault. complain about that, but for me, that's a big selling point. Like, you took in a movie yeah. that, like, any other time Makes me think, maybe this is a smart movie. house. <laughs> but, and like. Maybe she's going to turn into a leprechaun, get real good basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, it's, it's a basic recycled plot, but they still made it incredibly interesting by adding a perspective I've never thought about before. And I feel like that takes a lot of skill. I don't know. I don't think it should take the away from the movie. was also very good. I felt like that helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rise it up a bit. Yeah. I loved Coda. There's a lot I like about Coda. I would probably describe it as perfectly pleasant, but I did love it. And it doesn't I, mean it's a bad movie, though. It's and not. it's 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 if it ends up winning Best Picture, as it kind of seems like it has the momentum to now, um, I feel like people are just going to be like dunking on it for until the end of time, and that's. That I don't think fair. it that's deserves a, to no. win Best Picture, but I wouldn't be upset if it did. Yeah, I think it would just be like 
all of a, a sudden it becomes like a toxic topic to bring up and you're like, come on, it's it's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't be toxic about it, but No, I don't think I'm gonna take you would be I, I know. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, give me well, time now I am. Yeah. Greg jumps through your window and starts punching the face every time you bring it up. Uh, okay, I can go next on my best pictures. Ones that just miss the cut would be uh, Summer's Soul. That's over in documentary. Um, hopefully has a, a better chance there than it does in on my list because it's uh, didn't quite make it. Matrix Resurrections, West Side Story, and Licorice Pizza all didn't quite make it, but they're all really good movies. In fifth, I have Dune. Mm. Fourth, I have Green Knight. Third, I have drive my car in second i have power of the dog and first i have the worst person in the world hmm? mm. that movie kicks ass <laughs> all right i gotta see this thing now um, you've sold me on this one yeah that's that's just an amazing movie uh, there's a lot of good movies this year i would say between drive my car worst person in the world and power of the dog i have switched the order of all three into each of the three spots at the top of my list just like as we've been doing this podcast, I've done some switching. So mm. I don't know. They're all really good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with any of those taking home the latey. <laughs> Obviously, worst person in the world is not even nominated at the Oscars. So it doesn't have much of a chance there. But the <laughs> other two would be ha- I'd be happy with those, too. Yeah, I don't know. So for me, number five, I got Belfast. <laughs> Four, I'm going Licorice Pizza. Three, Dune. Two, Power of the Dog. And number one, I'm going to drive my car. Hmm. I think we kind of covered all these. Um, I don't think we've, I've said a ton about Belfast, but I really enjoyed Belfast. I think, like I said, I was very impressed that they were able to tell me such a good story so quickly. Um, you know, and the rest, I think I've kind of already touched on them all. Yeah. I just had a thought as we were doing like different movies and stuff, we should have each had to act out the clips for our nominees. No. <laughs> <laughs> we should have. We should have. Mm. We all could have tried Judy Dench's accent for a while. Don't look back. Desert power. Don't look back. <laughs> desert power. <laughs> I am smiling about desert power. This dog's got a lot of power. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bronco Henry would have never done that. <laughs> he could have. He one time I watched him jump over a two-story house with his horse. <laughs> Yeah, that was just a normal Tuesday for Bronco Henry. And the horse had broken legs. <laughs> he, he, the, the horse was on top of Bronco Henry. He was carrying it. Yep. And he jumped over house. <laughs> None of y'all sissies could ever do that. <laughs> Thighs for days, that Bronco Henry. <laughs> oh, they were nice looking. I mean... <laughs> so, Ray, what's your top five? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, so number five, I think, is going to be Encanto. Mm. Um, just because I think it did something really special. So I think I think it I think it gets it. And everybody's still talking about Bruno. So mm. you know. Um, I I won't. I, they I, say yeah. we don't, so I'm not going to. Right. I yeah. follow directions. The Oscar ceremony will though. First rule of Bruno is you don't talk about Bruno. That's right. Um, King Richard is number four Coda is number three Power of the Dogs two and Drive My Car is one mm. okay here is how it worked out with all ten it's going to be harder for me to keep track so let's try it 
<clears throat> Number last with a bullet, it's Don't Look Up, down there in 10th place. In 9th is West Side Story. Um, in 8th is King Richard. Ooh. In 7th is Nightmare Alley. In 6th, actually, I guess tied for 5th, is Belfast and Licorice Pizza. Mm. In 4th is Coda. Tied for second is Dune and Drive My Car. And in first is Power the Dog. Mm. Mm. However, if we went by average, uh, Don't Look Up's in last, then West Side Story, then Nightmare Alley in, I guess that makes it eighth. In seventh is King Richard, then Tide is Licorice Pizza in Belfast. (laughs) In fourth, Coda, Dune in third. Power the dog in second and drive my car in first. Hmm. So if we're going by average, then uh, drive my car jumps from second to first. If we're going by point total. Power the dogs in first. So if those people had seen drive my car, they would have voted first. Hmm. Depends. <laughs> uh, I think I feel like I know which way the wind is blowing on this one, but still let's ask. Um, for us, we all had drive my car in the top few. And I think same with Power of the Dog, unless mm-hmm. anyone had that like way down. It's no, I had it too. I think all of those are. I don't know. I had drive my car third, then TPOTD second. You had it second. I had it second, and, and drive my car first. Yeah, yeah. And same. it's all same. Okay, so we're probably more leaning drive my car. I think a that's, little bit. That's so. what I think by 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 percentage points, really. Yeah, yeah. we'll give and them the it. lady because I don't think they're getting the Oscar, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know. I think they could. Oh, wait. I we didn't consider could, being the Ricardos. <laughs> should that be number one? <laughs> it should not. <laughs> so before he mentioned that Coda's been crushing it, I would have, my bet would have been drive my car, car or power the dog. Like, not my personal pick, but what I thought was going to win the Oscar. Power yeah. the dog should be the, you know, front runner. It has 12 nominations. Coda has three, mm. but Coda's winning. All the freaking time now. So. I was just thinking with like the, the best actor and <laughs> best saying, actress, like them ignoring like, them for that. I just four times and like haven't heard them win anything else. I feel like the Academy is just like not going to give them best picture. But oh, for Coda, no, for um, Drive My Car. Oh, oh, oh. You know oh. what I mean? Like when oh, they didn't yeah. nominate any of the actors or actresses. Has has it won any of the other oh, awards? That, you're talking that about? happened on Parasite. Parasite though. did. Oh, okay. Parasite got what director and picture, right? Yeah, and it was also I think in production. Also, and some of the technical stuff, they've got nominations too, which, you know. I'd love to see it. Don't get me wrong. I just, I don't have that much faith in the Academy. Yeah, but par- like, only Parasite year watching didn't it. get a single <laughs> acting nomination. And I th- yeah, and I think we talked about this before, but Parasite and, and you know, Bong Joon-ho was more of a known quantity to the, to the Academy at that point. He'd already made movies in America with, you know, starring Captain America and shit, so. Mm. Uh, Hamaguchi, not so much. So we'll see. I mean, I would absolutely love to see that too, as evidenced by our voting totals. Hmm. I'm thinking power to thought dog, but I can't. I don't want to. I would be I happy. Keep out my strats either. I'd be so, happy with that. But. I think I'm just gonna like on the day of voting, just guess. Yeah, I already or told. Just like go gut. <laughs> yeah, I already told you guys my strategy. I'll probably put in all stuff that I don't want to win, and then. I have some solace either direction. Either way you win. It's a good, it's a good strategy. 
Unless the thing that I like second most wanted not to win wins. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm just stupid all around. Uh, <laughs> wasn't even brave. It's going to be Dolores. <laughs> I'm stupid and I'm a coward. <laughs> I'm a stupid, stupid coward. <laughs> it's going to be Don't Look Up. Green Book's going to win again somehow. Green Book's going to win. No, these movies were so good this year. So yeah. yeah. I noticed out of all of us, I don't think we gave any love at all to Nightmare Alley. That was no. a good movie. It was, it was a good movie. I liked Nightmare Alley a lot. I like how I it looks. Too. And like even in the Discord, I feel like I was like the one being like, I love this movie. And, and but like even when it came down to comparing it, I was like, eh. Meh. It doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't. I felt that way about Licorice Pizza a lot, which when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is either my second or third favorite movie of the year. No, I was surprised um, that it was that low on your list. Yeah, there's yeah. just really good shit. Other years, it'd be higher. Last year, it'd be higher. I thought Nightmare Alley was going to be my third or fourth, and then it was just... If, mm. if we had done awards for technical categories, I would have had that one higher, I mm. think, because it did mm. have a, it had a lot of cool Yeah, stuff and that's where we, we could have really recognized Dune in a lot of technical categories, too, but mm. we... Um, I think Dune is good enough to just, earn things in non-technical categories. Oh, I agree. I don't know if that's going to happen. We we didn't mention it in supporting, but I feel like Re- Rebecca Ferguson could have been in there. Whatever. I think actress Ooh. Zendaya, Zendaya, whatever her name yeah. is, mm. she just, you know, I'm glad they probably paid her a shitload of money for all the acting she did in <laughs> that movie. Such See, good the, acting. Second, the second one, the, 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 it was a, a, it was a down payment on getting her involved, so she has to be in the sequel. <laughs> I assumed as much, but when we got yeah. to the end, and I was like, "Wow, she had four lines." I think. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe this this character has to be important in the second half of the book. It's crazy. Florence Pugh's going to be Irulan, so that's going to be. Crazy. Can't wait for that love triangle. Yeah, that's very funny. That, that's what the te- that's what all the teens think. Um, but hey, the they teen, they end up te- together in Little Women. Also, so. teens should read a goddamn book. <laughs> Yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? Here's Frank Herbert's Dune. <laughs> oh, you good luck. You can't come back within 500 feet of this school. Yeah, yeah I picked this guy up. He was uh, handing out copies of Dune to unsuspecting teens. And... Can't have that. Now they're all doing spice. <laughs> Just trying to get all these kids hooked on spice and yeah, getting get arrested by a dare officer. Uh, Except it's Sarah. <laughs> for spice, the D in Dare stands for drugs. Yeah, it stands yeah. for do drugs. Dare yeah. really failed us if we don't even know what the acronym is. Wait, what is. the hell does it? Do? Drug drugs awareness. Drugs awareness. Drugs alcohol resistance. Eek. All right, what does Dare stand for? Because we gotta make this joke land before you we close out the podcast. <laughs> All right, write it and say what you think DARE stands for. What the fuck does DARE stand for? Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Yeah, okay, so I was right. It's close. The the SARE officer pulls you over. It was a good joke. It was. It was, but like everyone just gave you a blank look because we realized we don't know what the fuck DARE even standed for. You did a good job. DARE to say no to spice. Good movies this year. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we'll bring it in clean. Yeah, yeah. This is an incredible year in, in movies. Um, this is Robbie's first year, so he thinks this is how every year is. Yeah, I'm gonna be real disappointed. There's ups and downs. Year, I feel like a million things happen between now and a year from now. And you asked me this time a year ago, I don't know who Ryosuke Hamaguchi is, for mm-hmm. instance. I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch would make a good cowboy a year ago. Um, you know, yeah. So there's no there's no telling what's gonna happen. I feel like there's gonna be good shit, especially if we recognize more like 
good international films. That's going to give us a, some good shit. And Avatar then, 2 is supposed to come out this year. And I feel like I fucking the, last airbender at first. the streaming <laughs> services are just like going hard, putting yeah. out Oscar-like yeah. quality movies. This year, the big storyline is Netflix probably finally going to break through. Until like two weeks ago, it seemed like a pretty good bet that Power of the Dog was going to take Best Picture. Now it seems like it's main competition and probably even it's trailing Coda. Um, So we might be in a situation where Apple Plus takes home a Best Picture before Netflix does, which you just know is going to grind Netflix's gears. Yeah, that can't be good. It kind of grinds my gears, and I don't like any skin in this game. Nothing against Apple Plus. I'm just saying, like, the amount of money that Netflix has spent trying to win a Best Picture is insane. They've put out some good stuff. Yeah, they have. Any final thoughts on this year in movies and any final thoughts heading into the Oscars six days from when we're recording this, a few days from when it's released? I have no idea what's going to happen. I hope I can squeeze a few more in. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's a kind of year where like there's movies I want to like watch still, even after like watching 10 best pictures. I got to say, we've all been going really hard this year. Yeah. So good for us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 10 best pictures is a little too much. It's so many. There's no no need for this. (laughs) I think we said of the 10 lead actor slash actors performances, only two are in the 10 best pictures. Yes. Yeah. So that's 18. Yeah. If you want to catch, if if you want to catch all like the major awards. Yep. And if that's like when you're saying a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and uh, if you count in like all the major categories, you're looking at like over 20 movies. That's too many movies. That's insane. In like five weeks. <laughs> but I am glad I watched all 10, except for Don't Look Up. I think they were all worth my time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Subscribe. <laughs> da, 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 da. There's, there's gonna. I'm, I'm holding because this is where like the trumpet um, and all the brass instruments will be playing and our, our fanfare as the show closes on. Uh, we should be played out. Yeah, we should be played out as as the uh, the Drive My Car crew is up on stage celebrating and accepting their best picture lady. Do your typical ending, but as you say it, just start to say it faster and faster, and you have to put the the violin music like playing you off. Yeah, so uh, you can you can't put that in. You can find us on Instagram. It's uh, late to the movies underscore pod. That's the number two, not too spelled out. And then uh, Gmail, same deal, late to the movies at gmail.com. You can also go to our T Public, buy eight to 10 shirts. One of them has Greg's face on it. It's great. We all love it. Um, and uh, oh, oh, shit, they're playing me off. Oh, fuck. Uh, um, uh, uh, you know, thank you for listening. Uh, you can rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, you can review on Spotify now. And oh, it's getting a lot louder. Shit. Um, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, you know, uh, here's the signal. You can go to bed now, kids, and um, have a good night. And uh, yeah, thank you to the Academy and to the ladies and to the viewers out there and the listeners. And thank you guys, Greg, Ray, and Robbie. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having us. Bye. Kickflip. <laughs> <laughs>